Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to 5pm Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. Yes, we're a couple of minutes away. Uh, one minute, 20 seconds until I can open my beer. What am I going for today? I'm back on the Tui. There we go. You can see the beers there. Racking them up now from the uh, Lockdown Beers. As we come to you at 5pm every single day, helping you get through lockdown with a bit of entertainment, a bit of chat and stuff. Don't forget, you can join me if you want to. Uh, there's a link in the tweet um, over on Twitter at Driving Mall. If you would like to come on the show and have a chat with me, or you can whack comments in the live chat that can be done through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all of that kind of place. Just let me know what you want to talk about. About 48 seconds so I can open my beer, do, just to be uh, precise. Uh, some of the topics today, obviously, we've got an All Blacks and a Wallabies squad for Bledisloe Cup 3. Um, I also spent nearly an hour watching a press conference that the uh, Fiji Drua gave. Um, and uh, there's been a couple of comments um, around women's rugby and also uh, concussion as well. But those two might run out of time with, to be honest with you, and probably going to be talked about tomorrow. Um, looking at, so yeah, that's what we're going to be chatting about. Night, uh, what's what, 18 seconds until I can open my beer and uh, have a beer. Let me know in the live chat, actually, what is your beer that you're joining me with on at 5 p.m.? here on Friday of lockdown. Hopefully you're knocking off work on time, already have done. Maybe you've even had a beer. I don't know. Let me know. Three, two, one, and there we go. The TUI is now open. Not sponsored by TUI, by the way. But uh, hey, if TUI wants to sponsor me, go for it. Look, look, I can even pour it nicely, showing the, uh, showing the logo and everything. Well, I like that kind of pour. I know you guys don't, but um, there you go. So what should we start with? Let's start with that All Blacks squad then um, that uh, has been announced. We talked about this on Tuesday night uh, on the Driving Mall show, went through and uh, gave you what our thought our squad was. We weren't that far off, but jumping on to join me for the uh, chat, I've got Shane. How are you doing, sir? Great, Paul. Hello, everybody. How are we? Well, very good, thank you. And obviously joining us, well, not obviously, but uh, for those of you who don't know, joining us from uh, Queensland, um, up in, um, uh, over there in Australia. Um, hopefully you're keeping well and had a uh, had a good day. I'm afraid you're probably in lockdown similar to us, aren't you? Yeah, uh, northern New South Wales, Tamworth, oh, sorry. actually, but uh, definitely still a Queensland supporter. Um, 
yeah, we're in lockdown, and it's um, it's it's, it's rough. Um, but um, luckily, as an essential worker, as a meat worker, I've, I can um, I'll go to work every day and, and get stuck in. And um, it's still great that we have so much sport on that's, that's keeping us entertained. As well as well, yes, you well. guys over in Australia have kept us entertained. Obviously, we've had our, we've had our sport stops over here um, whilst we've gone through this lockdown, and we're still a few weeks away before we get that back up and running. But you've had the NRL going, keeping everyone entertained, which is great. Um, I know I know you're a good uh, NRL fan. Don't forget, folks, we've got our standoff show on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, Wednesday evenings at eight pm, covering the NRL, um, which has been fantastic. As, as I've got you on, let's actually start with the Wallabies squad that's been named rather than the All Blacks one. Um, as as we've because uh, it's been a long time since we've had you on the show, and it's great to have you back. Um, yeah, Simon's there on the Jim Bean. He's got oh, you've got the right jersey on, the right hat on as well. There we go. Um, the um, and uh, this looks like probably a uh, an Ashwin comment or a uh, or a Stephen Harris comment here. This isn't me. Um, I can promise you. Uh, saying is your internet connection stuck in the last decade? What do you mean? You might have a good camera, but the internet connection's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's lighting than anything else. I think that's yeah, better. So let's let's run through that. There's just one change to the pack from the last game um, with uh, James Slipper, um, uh, Fanganuka, uh, uh, in and Al Alatoa across the front row. Swain and Philip in the engine room with uh, Swinton, Hooper, and Valentini, the Lucies. Tank McDermott, uh, who has really been a revelation this season, hasn't he, uh, with his sniping. We'll partner up with um, Noel Lalasio in the uh, halfbacks. Centre pairing Samu Karevi. Haven't seen him for a while. Uh, and uh, Len Ikital. A back three of Corabetti, Callaway and Banks. Off the bench, Longerun, Bell and Tupu will replace the front row. Rodder will is the uh, um, lock replacement. Samu um, coming on at number eight probably with White. Reese Hodge being the sort of makeshift 10 replacement if needed. And Pattaya. In, on the bench there. So, just one change in that pack from the uh, last test. What do you think of uh, Dave Rennie's selection this time around? Uh, well, sometimes I've always questioned Dave Rennie's selections because um, um, sometimes they just sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Um, it's good to have Isaac Rodder back um, in the squad. Um, obviously, he's got some international experience playing club rugby overseas now which is handy as a Samu Karevi um, I think that's the big inclusion and the talking point there was very nearly another talking point with whether they play Quade Cooper or not and um, I've got oh, to that, was, that was that was never going to be done it, that, that was I think they've already brought him in as a bit of a mentor for Lolasio off the pitch. Uh, and it's uh, definitely kept the media happy and busy. Uh, and uh, gave them the, he gave them a storyline that made their life easy so they didn't concentrate on other things that he didn't want them to talk about, I think. I think you'll find, um, and I would be surprised if he does actually play against South Africa or Argentina, though. Um, I just hope, though, and this is my opinion, Paul, as an Australian, um, that they they keep the faith with Lola Sia. He's young. I mean, O'Connor's also out injured as well. Uh, we've, we've, that's another headline that we've probably forgotten. But the Wallabies have to do 
two things. You've got to play a bit more narrower. <laughs> and they've got to play um, with possession of the ball and keep the ball in, in hand and tighter. Um, they've got to win the breakdown. And Sonny Bill Williams made a really good point um, in the halftime and full-time shows um, on Stan Sport that we got here that streams the test. The loose forwards, and, and minus Hooper because Hooper always stands up, loose forwards have to um, have to stand up for the Wallabies because we all know what the New Zealand um, back five in the forwards can do. Gee, they're dangerous. Yeah, I mean, uh, Swinton clearly is there to um, uh, to play on the edge and to add a bit of grit. Uh, he's got to make sure he stays the right side of that line, though. Um, and then Valentini is there for his carrying, so he's got to get he's got to get on that front foot, get across the game line. Otherwise, why are you selecting him, really? So he's yeah, that's that's got to be why those guys are there. To be fair to them, look, Swinton three tests, Rob Valentini only nine. Um, they really are inexperienced, along with those locks, Darcy Swain and Matt Phillip. Five and fourteen tests. Uh, look, there's 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 a lot of inexperience there amongst those back five. Um, so for, I mean, four four out of five of them um, with less. Each of them have less. I mean, what the most tests is fourteen. They really, yeah, it's it's a very inexperienced team that needs to that needs time uh, to to gel. I mean, just like Molasia, um, as you say, he needs time. He's only got seven tests now. So again, but also you've got to be careful of not burning him out. You can't play him every game, right? So he does need to have some downtime. Uh, but as long as he realises that that's why he's being he's not being dropped because of performance, but being dropped to manage his workload or, or rotated rather than dropped, I think is the is the right one there. Um, look, uh, Tom Banks, uh, and I think really needs a big game because he hasn't fired so far. Um, and uh, as you say, that Karevi one is going to be interesting. Played played in Japan, been playing sevens. Um, how much does he know? Well, how much is he um, kind of, does he know the systems? Is he physically prepared for this type of rugby? Uh, we're we're going to see, aren't we? Uh, but um, look, him and Rodder are in because of uh, basically um, children arriving. Um, so uh, look, both sides have that issue. And the fact that uh, the All Blacks are missing three players because of um, uh, babies on the way. So, yeah, imagine what was happening nine months ago, folks. Five babies all within the space of, uh, of a few weeks. Um, I can't, uh, you know what, uh, um, clearly some happy reunions after the rugby championship last year or after the November international, the, 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 uh, yeah, the internationals last year um, from that. Uh, also joining us, we've got Con from down in Christchurch. How are you doing, sir? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good to see you. Very going, well, man? thank you. Good. Hope you're, hope you're staying safe and well down there. Um, so the yeah look i mean it's a uh, uh yeah look it's a decent one uh, it's good to see that con consistency that uh, dave rennie isn't um, uh, freaking out making lots of changes we know what happened in perth last year um and uh, one player that boa didn't want to select on our tuesday night show was a, a certain scott barrett who will be there he has a few demons to later rest hasn't he con <laughs> Yes, I reckon. Um, is this? A, I was going to ask someone on here. Is this the first time we've had three Barrett brothers starting, not not playing, yes. of course, but starting? Wow, that's incredible, isn't it? Because we were supposed to have it. Uh, oh, hang on, not sure about starting. I know that it was going to be the first time they were all on the bench, three brothers on the bench earlier, but one of them got injured 
and, and so pulled out. So I think Scott pulled out, didn't he, through a, a minor injury? They've definitely all played. Um, it's just where oh, yeah. they've all started. Yeah, and so that's that's an amazing. Um, it's a pretty big deal. And uh, freakish genes, gene pool coming from that. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it internationally. You got you know what it says about New Zealand rugby: three three men in a family get on the peak. Dare I say it? The peak uh, sports, um, the peak rugby team in the world. Uh, starting and it, it kind of it, it makes us look small doesn't it like is, is it does that mean we're well obviously that family's doing something really good but it, it, it is a it's a very much a small country when that happens well con i think you're lucky that that some south africa is still asleep uh, <laughs> yeah that's right steve was here um, no no who's the who's the uh, john. Uh, john that's right yeah he'd, he'd have something the, to say about that um but um well yeah but they, they, they do have two more brothers who haven't um who, who haven't made this this level so yeah three out of five is not too bad i mean their sister also is a is a high level sports person i think from memory i can't remember what, what she does i think she's it's netball true. but i could be wrong um it's exceptional so yes very good um but so, it so, wasn't yeah, so, originally yeah. sorry Go excuse on. me i was just no, gonna don't... say was it always a sunday game that, that actually caught me off guard at the beginning of the week when i realized it was a sunday evening game no it wasn't no. intended to mate um okay. the um all blacks had to um pull out because i think it was due to quarantine issues yeah it was going to be last week wasn't it yep last so, saturday night yep what does that what, what's the australian sort of public's appetite for a sun i assume what time would it be in perth then is that like two o'clock or two, two p.m two p.m yeah so two p.m i suppose two p.m on a sunday it's, it's you know People will still be drinking then from the night before. It'll be, it'll be sweet, I bet. I think it's a big, um, Con, if, if I could say so, I think it's going to be a big boon for Perth um, because they've got the AFL Grand Final. Um, they, they've got the preliminary, at least one preliminary final. They've got a semi-final this week. Um, so it's a big week weekend for Optus Stadium and I think they'll just... Um, and and we're talking about two neutral sides um that aren't perth related playing tonight in a semi-final and there's already thirty nine thousand out of the potential sixty thousand um capacity tickets sold so perth is yes, the yeah perth and, and, is just amazing um with what they can do with sport yeah so that so they're obviously um they're getting more tests, it seems, right? Like, uh, I'm not sure. Obviously, we played in Australia two years ago in Perth. Is that correct? Yeah. And then we lost. Was that the loss? Yeah, the loss yep. where we got the... Um, yep. Yeah. So that was 2019. And uh, there's probably only been one Australia, New Zealand-Australia test in Australia since then. Has it been? They yeah, played, last year's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yes, yeah, so I think a popular place. Well, I think uh, um, Forrester's money is popular, uh, which is um, a part of it, and it's also uh, Rugby Australia trying to rebuild their reputation over that side after ditching the force. Um, so I think there's yeah a number of things going on there, but yeah, uh, it is it is a good play, and also they've dealt with COVID in a better in in uh, one of the better yeah. sort of states as well. So all those things add to add up um, together. But the yeah the reason that the game is on Sunday is because of the AFL games. They have first choice of when they use the stadium. 
Ah, okay. And, and, and Shane, whereabouts are you based, if you don't mind me asking, and what's your sort of home team? So I'm from Tamworth in northern New South Wales. Um, oh, yeah. I do go for the Reds over the Waratahs. Oh, really? Um, you missed... but, cool. um, Is that a recent think... thing? <laughs> no, um, well, in, in New South Wales, once you get further north from Sydney, you find a lot more Queenslanders... Uh, Queensland support because it's a lot closer to Queensland. Uh, we're still 400 k's from Queensland, but um, it's just a, I don't know, a thing, I suppose. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, so the, um, uh, so talk, yeah, since you've already mentioned yeah, the, 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 the three Barrett starting, I was run through the, the All Blacks uh, selection. So, George Bauer, Cody Taylor, uh, near Polo Alala, uh, across the front row, we've got Ritalik and Scott Barrett in the engine room. Uh, and then uh, Papulihi, sorry, uh, Akiriwani, Papulihi and uh, Sevilla are the uh, the Lucys. So only one change there, and that being Scott Barrett coming in for Sam Whitelock, who's obviously in the New Zealand for uh, the birth of uh, one of his kids. Um, Weber and... Bowden Barrett pair up in the halfbacks. A lot of chat about uh, Weber being picked ahead of TJ Perinara. Personally, I think that is, uh, this is Brad Weber's only his second start out of 11 caps. So congratulations, obviously 11th cap. Congratulations to him uh, on that one. I think he deserves uh, deserves a start. Uh, Havili and Leonard Brown in the centres with Rico Iwani, uh, Jordan and Jordy Barrett are your Lucys. Off the bench, Takilaho. Twinakafi to Arvo, um, Vaai, uh, and Blackadder. Blackadder, the only forward there not to have a kind of apostrophe in his name uh, off the bench. Uh, then Pirinara, uh, DMAC, and uh, Bridge are the uh, backs replacements in there. Um, so, uh, con- I mean, seeing. Um, Rico Iwani back on the back on the wing. I mean, he's he wants to be a centre. He wants to be a thirteen. I mean, what, what's your thoughts on picking a player who plays at thirteen for his for his prop uh, for his franchise, but then plays is picked out of position by the All Blacks? Yeah, it's very interesting. I saw that and I was surprised. Um, you know more than me, Paul. Is Severis? Is is this, is it? Is there any availability issues with some of the other players that might occupy that spot? Uh, otherwise, yeah, I, I, I was surprised to see that. He's a very good 11, so it's not exactly um, a big drop, but um, uh, surprising. Sorry, Paul, continue. You were about to speak. No, 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 no. no. I, was, I was just showing you. Yeah, no, there's been no mention of any other players being the only um, person who isn't available is Patrick Tupelotu through a, a tight groin, apparently. Yeah. Okay, so that's the only one that's been mentioned. Uh, yeah, it, it it did surprise me. Uh, I, I wonder if they um, are trying to. Uh, well, he, he obviously he's done better as on the wing than he has in the midfield historically, as in his his fame, if you if you want to call it that. Um, it's probably the wrong choice of words, but his his uh, we all know knew and love him probably from the Lions uh, tour in 2017 uh, when he was playing on the wing. So perhaps it's that you know the Fozzie and the selectors and everyone are, are trying to, to to shunt him that way. Um, but uh, we've obviously got some some you know quite a few good wingers as well. So um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting pick. Yeah, 
What about your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, it's a, he played all his age grade rugby was played at 13. Uh, and uh, even when he was getting selected on the wing, uh, he was playing at NPC level uh, on at uh, in, in the centre. So uh, I understand why he wants to do that. Um, we've, lost, we've lost Simon. Um, the um, But um, yeah, I mean, it's not right because he's not a good enough 13 at the moment and he's best at 11. Uh, look, he needs time. At this at this level, if you're going to have him there, but um, it is becoming very crowded. Well, actually, a lot of the positions are very crowded. But if you think you've got um, uh, Anton Leonard Brown, Goodhue, Enor, uh, and Rico Wani, yeah. who are all sort very of thirteens first, who would be the, your so, first choice eleven and fourteen, Paul? Um, probably Bridge and uh, Jordan. Okay, not having Severice. Not having Severus, no. Elaborate on that. Is that to do with um, form or, you know, the type of play or maybe his sort of history or anything like that? No, it's his skill set. I mean, I, I, Bridge is one of those players who you kind of don't – he isn't a flash player, but he just does everything right. Uh, and I remember watching him last year in uh, the Crusaders versus the Blues where um, I think it was Talia – uh, kind of totally, totally skinned him early on, um, and then basically, Bridge just went, "You're not playing for the rest of the game," and defensively just totally shut him down. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's a uh, he's a very so I think from that point of view, he's a very smart, kind of a Ben Smith sort of player who has just got uh, a rugby head on him that can totally shut things down. Uh, and so from that point of view, that's why yeah. uh, I, I, I would take him because he's someone who can adapt. And uh, yeah, a, a sort of no mistake kind of player. Whereas so I mean, Reece, I have, sorry. Um, to my mind, I think he's got better at it, but um, he's not the biggest guy, uh, and no. tends and has a tendency to lead with the shoulder too much in tackles. And so I think he is has yeah, yeah he's, he's, he, he has that sort of yellow card possibility in him, mm. which, mm. which 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 I'm which I'm not uh, which uh, worries me sometimes. That is fair. I think um, Severis is obviously best suited when he's playing with Maunga. Perception, um, you know, they're, they're a very good combination, uh, both Crusader and at All Black level. Though not, there hasn't been enough of that seen. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, I mean, I'm thinking for the South Africa Test, and maybe I'm just harking back to the 2019 World Cup. But I, I think Severis is um, is very handy. Um, uh, in a, a win on the attack in a from a tactical kicking so um, kick receiver uh, not probably better than bridge in a defensive um, you know receive, receiving position but um, uh, but from an attack point of view I think he's he's a very interesting uh, player and I think against South Africa it will be critical it's going to be even if we're going to play the type of rugby we all hope we're going to play there's still going to be a good amount of kicking maybe a lot more than people think Um but as yeah, far so as this game goes, sorry. Kicking isn't necessarily bad it's, uh, to me. It, it's about the type of kicking that you're trying to do, um, is for, for, for my mind. Uh, if we go back to that opening game of the Rugby World Cup, you'll, know, you'll remember that um, there was a pass that was passed backwards to Richard Mwanga, a good 10 feet or a, a good long distance behind the game, um, game line so that he had time to put a cross-field kick into Severi Reese mm. to, because that's where the space was. Uh, Although so, 
my recollection of that kick was the kick to Severice was not was imperfect. It, it it actually didn't really go forward. It was almost horizontal. This is me my memory. I, I could be wrong. And it was a bit of luck that it's just Sever put in a mad step to to slip past. I think it was Colby. But um, but but generally speaking, the the um, the the number of times as a Crusaders fan you'd see uh, Richard Munger put in a kick to Severice and either he'd be in full space or do a basketball style jump and catch uh, was enough to kind of go. Oh, I think that's a that's a a useful tool against aggressive defence like South Africa, but. Um, Obviously, as against Australia, it's a very different different uh, situ- uh, situation. So, yeah, but again, also, I, I think Silver Reese has spent most, if not the vast majority of his career on the right wing, not the left wing. Um, but it's not what the All Blacks want in a right winger. On the whole, I mean, the Holo is the is the is the big um, veteran room. Uh, is the big what do you call it? I've gone blank. Uh, it's Mabimpi apparently. The Reese Reese beat not uh, not. Um, oh, okay, there you go. Good one. Other way around, um, but. Um, I've gone blank as to what I was going to say, um, uh, but yeah. yeah so, so uh, yeah. No, no, normally, the right wing on the All Blacks is your Ben Smith um, uh, kind of your, your fullback come winger. Yep. Uh, the um, and uh, I've gone blank as to the the Crusaders fullback who used to play there a lot as well, uh, Dag as well. I mean, those the, um, before that, Corey Jane, uh, you um, and Neymar and Scudder, all guys who play fourteen or fifteen. So that's generally what the All Blacks want, and hence I think Will Jordan is the perfect guy for that. And I think, yeah, Reese doesn't fit the right mould for a 14. And um, have you guys discussed? I obviously didn't uh, miss the start, so I might mm-hmm. be retreating. But do you guys discuss the uh, Brad Weber decision over TJ? And uh, not overly. Uh, just I just said I think I thought it was a, um, a deserved one that he's been around the whole time. Whereas um, uh, TJ's come back from Japan, missed some of the missed some of the uh, some of the squad sessions, and that uh, Weber deserves it's only his second start ever. Yeah, the All Blacks. So I think, yeah, I think he deserves it. I mean, look, I'm on the Brad Weber train. Um, big fan, Brad. I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, you know, really happy. You know that you're starting. Um, but I, um, I'm you know huge Brad Weber fan. I think he he very very seldom makes an error and i think uh in most other teams excluding australia of course shane uh he'd be he'd be starting or or, or second choice uh number nine um any day of the week i think it's, it's just he's got a couple of freaks in a good way in front of him which is tj and aaron smith i mean these guys you know new zealand's been waiting a very long time for for number nine so they're that good we're very very lucky otherwise brad river would be starting and we'd be very satisfied like i think Brad Weber's kind of um, as good as uh, what we had um, 10, 15 years ago. Um, you know, he'd be he'd be right up the front. But coming back to it, I I have to assume that they have um, motives slightly outside of this game to putting him starting. Uh, what I mean by that is either for uh, building continuity. Or which I don't really understand because Brad Reb is about thirty-four or thirty-two or something. Um, or maybe TJ needs a bit of time because he's you know they they don't rate his Japan time. I don't know. It just if if, if I was picking out and out form historical and you wanted to put your best team forward to win this game, which is a critical game, second game of the rugby championship for us. 
I, I would have TJ in there. So I'm just wondering what's the what's the reasoning? So if if Brad Weber was 22, I'd, it'd make sense. To quote um, to quote Foster, uh, well, remember that Brad has signed up through till 2023, so he's here for the until right. the next Rugby World Cup. Um, so age from that point of view doesn't really. Uh, if we're thinking of that, that kind of time frame. Um, Brad has been with us through the Steinlager series and coming into the Rugby Championship. We really wanted to build the uh, nine combination, especially with Aaron not here, and to complement TJ's leadership and experience. So this is a great opportunity to put our faith in Brad to start the test. Okay. So yeah, this is, um, it's a reward for him being around, for the effort he's put in, and it's thinking forward that we know what TJ can do. right? We, we know TJ can do this. Um, but how do we make sure that we know that if we lose TJ our, uh, and we have a World Cup final, that the next replacement guy has got the experience? So I think it's more that than anything else. So, so definitely they've got plans yeah. outside of the specific game for their, their intention, which is cool. I mean, but the rest of the team, ultimately, it's a pretty... It's a pretty um... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good team. Is that your thought, Shane, coming from uh, over there, looking at the team? I'm very interested to see when the Australian team's going to be named, but yeah. Oh, it's been named. We've already gone through that. Oh, they are. Oh, I missed it. I Googled it and I couldn't Depth. see it. So. I think to answer that, Con, I think yep. the the word depth um, is so important with New Zealand rugby. Um, you know, they've got more depth than a concrete lay. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, it's... But what they... And, and can I say, Con, I'm on the Brad Weber train as well. I love watching him play. I think he's, he, he just excites, you know, the fan at home or the fan in the stadium um, with just the way he runs. And uh, he takes, he can just, you know, off the back of a scrum or he can throw that pass or he can just, he can just do something when it, when, when the action's required. So, Look, the All Blacks will always put a strong team on the park, and it's just because of that word depth, I think, you'll find it. And I look forward to seeing what they can do again. Well, not really as an Australian. I know what they can do. It's just up to the Wallabies to stop at this time. Um, and what do you think of the team 
that has been named, and I know you've gone over it, so I don't intend for you to retreat it, but are you, um, is there anything in there that you're not thrilled with? I mean, Daniela Tupo replacement is, I still think is controversial, but it's me. I'm, I'm never truly thrilled by a Wallaby side. Um, I haven't been since about 2015, mate. But um, look, I'm excited to see Samu Karevi back. Um, I think Isaac Rodder, um, in terms of what he offers in the, in the lock forward position, um, Izzy Nazarani played well, actually, off the bench. And he, he had value adds with his running game. Um, uh, and of course, well, well, Hooper is just elite, and yes. that's 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 not just coming from the the Australian side. That that was feedback coming off the um, New Zealand commentary side. He he's you know, but you can't afford Hooper to just play captain's knocks alone. Um, this really has to be a team effort by the Wallabies. And I know we say it quite a lot in Australia, but um, beating beating the All Blacks is a step forward. And if they could be at least competitive every test. Um, don't forget the Springboks are the, the current world champions. Argentina are after that. And they took us to two draws last year. We were lucky to draw with them. So... Uh, there is a lot of rugby ahead for this Wallaby side. I think, I think um, we need to also bear in mind how how um, I mean the All Blacks. Whilst they don't say it, they're through. They're going through a transition period, right? Yeah. Uh, and rebuilding depth or rebuilding experience rather than depth. Sorry, uh, there's six players in that um, All Blacks starting fifteen with less than twenty caps. Um, and we and but you compare it to the Wallaby side where they've got eleven players with less than twenty caps. Uh, it's a very inexperienced side that needs time to gain experience. Uh, and so, yes, they will have uh, moments where they do, um, uh, where, where they do kind of maybe show that inexperience. Uh, and I think that's, we need to stick with, with that and, and realize that when you, when, when we're looking at their performances, that's uh, around how many uh, inexperienced players they have got. And obviously, they're a little bit depleted too. I mean, um, uh, at yeah, uh, half, it's it's just a real shit. Like I think for for Australia to be as lethal as they should be, um, they'd have. Uh, well, I'm, I think Lolo Seo is is actually doing, you know, decent for considering how young and inexperienced. Well, inexperienced. Um, how how green he is to to the to the position. I think we could see that. But if you had um, who's the who's the injured fella uh, O'Connor? I mean, if you had uh, if you had O'Connor, I, I think um, that'd be that'd be significantly more confident and and better. But I'm interested. Is that do you guys share that? Am I underestimating uh, Lola Lola oh, Look, he is he's definitely green. I think yeah, and James O'Connor's definitely more experienced. Um, but the at the end of the day, you always have injuries. You've got to cope with those, um, and you can't be. Um, you can't be saying the whole time that uh, oh this player is or, or yeah if we had this player if we had that player um, so yeah to my mind I think you've got to uh, realise you've got you got to we can't uh, no if, if they've got ten injuries then it's a different ball game but when you've got one player miss one sort of one starter missing through injury um, and maybe a couple 
through um, uh, through maternity leave or paternity leave, sorry, uh, then yeah, I, I don't think we can. You, you can. You've got. To, you've got to be able to cope with those. Really, I heard uh, it might have been something you guys said or someone else said, um, but. Uh... If, if the Wallabies have lost two players to um, paternity leave or, or or other sort of recent family leave and the All Blacks have lost five players to that, the Wallabies are going to be worse off just because of who those players are. Um, and that's the unfortunate situation. It might seem like, oh, the New Zealand's depleted. We've lost Moonga and, and Aaron Smith and um, whoever else. But the reality is that uh, the Wallabies players can can less afford to, to lose those players. Um, but completely ag- agree that um, uh, Michael Hooper is absolutely class, and um, he'd you know walk onto any team. Uh, it's just it's great to watch him, um, and I do feel bad for him. I think he, uh, not to be disrespectful for anything, but he he would be an exceptional seven at any. Um, era of, of Australia and, and he's in a difficult position where you can tell that um, that he hates losing and uh, it's just a, the, the situation. Shane, a, a quick question. Um, yep. do, do you? I listen to a few Aussie podcasts because they're really good actually um, and, uh, and um, there's regular chatter about the, the fact of, you know, the down, one of the, the worst well, sorry, let me rephrase. Um, one of the things that keeps Australia from prospering or being popular with the fans is the fact that um, you play New Zealand three times at the beginning, or two to three times at the beginning of the season, and it's just a, it, it just basically starts you on a negative negative position. Um, French tour aside, which was great. What, what's your take on that? Do you think that they need to change it up, move it to the end of the? Move the Blazers to the end. Play New Zealand once. Winner take all. That'd be nice if the Wallabies won that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good chance, isn't it? It'd, it'd show us a, a trophy we haven't won in years. But um, look, you are right. I think that it does sort of annoy rugby fans like me that we've got the All Blacks three times in a row virtually, and. Uh, Let's let's not forget this game hasn't been played yet, but mm. two two nil already, and and you got to say the better side has won the Bledisloe. Um, there is no doubt in my mind. This has nothing to do with refs or anything like that. It came down to pure skill. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, I think something probably from that regard, Con has to change, and maybe um, they've got to look at that fixturing a bit better. Um, maybe have play the All Blacks as the first game, which is the traditional um, thing to do in the rugby championship. Then play play the All Blacks. Yeah, play the other maybe two in, the back. in the last round or something. I think that'd be um, an excellent idea. I mean, you either you either go um, you either build up to the. Ble- I, I think New Zealand rugby. Well, firstly, I think Australian rugby. It's a drug. It's a drug that they're hooked on. And what I mean by that is, it it gets the crowd television and in person and so that's important because it's money it's a money maker but then it has damage sort of underlying sort of uh it's a bit of a cancer because the losses effectively turn people away um i think new zealand rugby like it it's a it's a 
it is also a money maker. Like there's no there's no two ways about it. Both for both parties, it's a money maker, and also for both countries, it has a long term terminal. Um, I think t- it's terminally ill in that um, the if 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 the results continue to be in favour of New Zealand, it will continue to become less appealing. Um, and I think on the other side, New Zealand rugby loves it because it's a great curtain raiser, gets the crowds in, gets the money. The players probably really like it because they're all up for it. Um, but uh, I, I think they either need to try and slide them towards the latter end of the competition, which I'm sure doesn't really work. Um, and uh, Or at least, as you say, just have one at the start and have the other two at the, at the end uh, before we go on a trip to, to Europe. Or potentially, because they seem to have the initial Bledisloe Cup which is outside of the rugby championship. Why not have it? Is that not true? Uh, it's a one-off this year. Normally the last, the third of those after the okay. rugby championship. So normally we start off with two games uh, against um, the Wallabies uh, to, to kick off the rugby championship. And then we have that last. So, by, and that's uh, hence the title of the, of the show today, which was, has the uh, rugby championship started? From a New Zealand point of view, because we've started off with the Bledisloe Cup game, which wasn't part of the rugby championship, it feels like all three Bledisloe Cup games aren't the rugby championship. And until we play Argentina uh, and we go to Queensland, that's when the rugby championship starts. It's kind of how it feels to me. Now, obviously, South Africans will be like, well, look, we've, this game should be important to you guys because it's a rugby championship game. And we're like, but it's the third game in the Bledisloe. We've already yeah, decided the Bledisloe. We're not even thinking about the, the rugby championship yet. And they're like, guys, you... We're in this competition. We've already had two games. This, this, this is we've had two rounds of this competition, and you guys haven't woken up yet to it's happening. Um, so yeah, that that's extra Bledisloe game has to be after every championship because it's totally changed what the whole narrative of this game um, and of what's going on. Um, one of the problems is every single time we've had three Bledisloe Cup games, it's always been decided after two games. The third game has never been a decider. Um, for the Bledisloe Cup, so it hasn't worked. Being the the idea that we have three, um, unfortunately, but from a from a dollars point of view, they have to have it because they just need the cash. I mean, the um, I suppose the All Blacks are playing fifteen Test matches this year, which um, fourteen is the normal number. So this is more than they, they would normally play. Um, so they really are game at the. Oh no, we played three. We only played three for the. Uh, for the um, early early year games, right? The mid year games. Yep, mid year games was normal. Um, the extra Bledisloe Cup game is normal. It's the uh, USA one, isn't it? There's a USA one, but and a France one. So there's one before and after the November internationals. Normally, there's but that just USA one. one was tacked on late, wasn't it? It was only announced a, a good sort of month ago as a late addition to the calendar. Is that sure, you can. The, the, the New Zealand rugby um, knew that game was happening probably oh, about okay. six or twelve months ago. That's interesting. So, they Paul, hate, if you sorry, go ahead, mate. Excuse me. Now, New Zealand rugby hates announcing things until everything is absolutely definitely going to happen. Oh, right? I suppose with COVID, you could kind of give them a little bit of credit, uh, you know, credit for that, Paul. So, um, what would be you're the ideas man? Um, you've got some really <laughs> good, uh, strategic sort of uh, ideas, structural, um sort of uh, theories what would you do to solve the problem that we have at the moment which is the well i'm not sure if you, you disconnected uh, i'm not sure if you heard what we we're saying effectively the the challenge we I, have I, 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 I got you saying the yeah. um so to my to, well, i mean one thing you can do i mean 
uh, is that the, the, the rugby championship has always started with the Bledisloe um, Cup double header. Um, then South Africa and Argentina travel here, and then New Zealand and Australia travel to South Africa and Argentina. Well, why does it have to happen in that order? Right? Why don't you go to South Africa and Argentina and play those games first, and then all come back, play the South Africa and Argentina games in Australasia, and then South Africa and Argentina go back to South Africa and Argentina and play each other, whilst the you have three Bledisloe Cups on the trot uh, at the end of it. So, look, you, you can shift them around. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same every single time. As you say, one of the reasons they want it that way is that both by having Argentina and South Africa playing each other and New Zealand and Australia playing each other, at the beginning of the rugby championship, you've got games in your own time zone. Whereas if you travel over to South Africa, then you obviously you don't. Or if they travel here, they don't have them. So you want to kick off the rugby championship with games in your time zone. So I get from a TV point of view why they've done it. But as you say, from a competition and from a from uh, that point of view, it's doesn't it's not great. Um, I think we've seen with the games in South Africa being in the middle of the night. Uh, that, as I say we don't realise that the championship has really started. I don't think anyone's even really uh, the, the, the hardcore rugby fans realise that the Springboks and the Pumas have played twice, mm. but the general public doesn't hasn't even Sorry. registered. So that is a problem if you have those early rounds not in your time zone. How do you wake up? The, the the audience to realise the games are happening. Mm. Um, That's true. And and, and in the damned if they're doing the damned if they don't. If they moved, the, if they made the Bledisloe or the, the New Zealand Australia tests two games, how the fuck would Australia win it? It'd be so difficult for them to win two out of two. So they kind of need to have three games to make it fair and reasonable for someone to win it. Um, but I guess it. It can. There's a decent chance it's going to lead to a pretty, you know, unpleasant experience for the average Australian fan. And it is David versus Goliath. You know, we're over here. You know, we, we do love the Aussie Tests. Um, they they step up for them. They they get up. There's no doubt about that. Um, but from a resources and players point of view, it's uh, you know, it's a imagine the New Zealand cricket team playing the Australian cricket team, who traditionally give us an absolute fucking hiding every time they're our bogey team imagine us playing them three times a year to kick off our cricket season which isn't really a season but in getting three losses it would be such a demoralizing <laughs> affair and it would happen too um, because at the moment you know just to you know the new zealand rugby team is as new zealand cricket team apart from the fact we got absolutely smoked by bangladesh um is on a bit of a high and has been for some time because we the only time we lost recently was when we went to Australia and got a hammering, but that was over two years ago. So we forgot about it. Um, so that I, I sort of put it in that context with cricket, it would be, it would be really difficult for fans to, to build momentum and get enjoyment, but I don't really know what the solution is. I, I think we've got micro solutions, which is moving it, um, which I think is a really good idea, but, um, Unless you move it to one one winner takes all game, I think I like the idea of a winner takes all game, but I think it has it doesn't work for for money and all the other reasons. So yeah, it's a difficult. Okay, if, if you have and you, you could say that the two games in every championship aren't bled as low cup games, but then it looks rather stupid if one team wins both those games and then loses the third game and doesn't get the bled as low cup. Exactly. So to my mind, exactly, um, it is it, it it is it is what it is. Um, the I mean, Simon says he thinks rugby championship should be in a one country, some to the rugby world cup each year. Financially, that just cannot happen. Sorry, but you, you, 
New Zealand rugby needs the gate receipts each year. So does so does the wallet. So does rugby Australia. So does South rugby. So does Argentina rugby. We, yeah, that doesn't gonna. That's not gonna fly. It's definitely an interesting idea, Simon. I think the reality is though, you you, you kind of end up missing out on your home team money. You know, uh, so it, the, the unfortunate reality is, um, in New Zealand, Argentina versus South Africa is not going to get many people going to it, and uh, we'd love it. Like I'd, I'd go, but <laughs> it's going to be played in Invercargill, and it's going to have ten thousand people, maybe fifteen thousand people, and that's going to be, a, a, you know, compared with what that could get in Mendoza or fucking wherever else. Um, that's I think why it's a, it's a good idea, but it. But it uh, it probably wouldn't work. Just just you're right. It's the gate receipts. Also, Argentina are trying to grow their fan base. They only play at home once every four years. That's yes, not a problem. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, the um, Simon says, except for the North Shore. Yeah, uh, but look, we look. Even the All Blacks struggles Phil Eden Park twice, right? So mm-hmm. come on, it, 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 yeah, we, we wouldn't get great. Um, uh great 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 crowds i'm afraid uh and also we just don't have the but we don't have the people with the same kind of wallets and the economy that um the british british isles do because then look what happens with the lions um 50 40,000 50,000 travel with the team once every four years now if you went and said okay guys let's all go to argentina once every four years how many how many how many all how many kiwis would actually go could afford to go um, I don't think it would that many. No, that would be, be really that many. Um, it's probably only sort of 50 or 100 or so people, or, you know, I'm excluding people that are affiliated with the team that would actually go for a tour uh, for a rugby championship game in South Africa. You'd have to have a bit of, bit of dosh. It's a, it's a, certainly a pretty impressive effort to do so. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, no, it's not, and, 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 I mean, I remember uh, at the in 2017 catching up with Lions fans. I mean, some of them I know on Twitter and, and some I just, 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 just chatting to them at, and they, they were... While they were here, and they were just saying, "Yeah, I've started saving for my next for, for the next Lions tour." Awesome. You're like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> and I'm definitely jealous that we don't have something like that because you know I'm not sure how often you guys have done this, but you know, going on tour, and I'm not talking about sports necessarily, but any type of event is always, especially when you are, you know, get the VIP thing or, or something like that. It, it's always really impressive. You know, you get to separate yourself for a little bit and do do something different and I, I could imagine a lion's tour just being amazing we don't have anything like that i mean the, yeah going on an end year tour if, if if i flew over to france and fucking you know ireland and wales um who are playing at the end of the year it's, it's not england i know but if you flew over there it would be awesome but you'd you'd be a pretty small group um on one of those all blacks tours um, and I'd love to do it. I, it's one of the things on my list of things to do when I've got a little bit more spare dosh is to go on one of those big tours. Um, but you're going with probably 50. Imagine going with like 15, 20,000. It'd be amazing. I guess well, the World more, Cup is more close like 40,000 for, uh, yeah. um, for the Lions tours. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, the Barmy Army is one that I would love to do. Um, mm. a, uh, a, 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 a five match test series in India with the Barmy Army or in the West Indies with the Barmy Army would be amazing. But so, um, yeah, um, the, yeah, New Zealand just doesn't have the population to have that many people with the spare, with the spare time and the spare cash to go do it. And we've got less tours and less sort of, uh, I guess, um, sorry, what I mean by that is, you know, specific tours. We don't do three match tours anywhere anymore. Um, yep. So, whereas I guess, uh, you know, France coming down here, I, I, I 
doubt a huge number of French pans would come down to um, to Australia if COVID wasn't there. Some would, but um, I think the Japan World Cup was probably an opportunity I'm a bit gutted I missed because I have a feeling that a lot of people um, from all countries kind of went and probably were a little bit more. Um, they probably collaborated in their in their. Um, in there drinking and hanging out you'd imagine because if, if if you went to the uk i was over in france for the um france in the uk for the world cup in 2007 and uh yeah i was there but you you know everyone that is there is indifferent to the fact that you're there for the rugby world cup except for when you go through the gates to the stadium whereas i'd imagine in japan people walk in the street with their rugby kit there was probably a certain amount of camaraderie with a stranger that I think is quite rare. So um, I'm kind of gutted I missed out on that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think World Cups and Lions tours anytime you've seen that. Look, we've been going for nearly twice as long as um, as I kind of intend to for these sort of things. I'm going to do a special um, show just talking about the Fiji Drua um, uh, press conference that we had earlier because um, that was uh, was interesting. Some interesting facts come out of that. Uh, I'll probably put that out as a supporters special. So if you want to become a supporter of um, NZ Sport Radio and uh, help me with my tech for doing this kind of stuff, because it does take a bunch of tech, um, then head over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio um, for that. Uh, Stephen and myself also recorded a, uh, speaking our Moana Pacifica um, player squad. Um, so again, uh, head over to, I'll be publishing that today, or actually probably going to post that tomorrow and do the, and do the drill on today. Um, for you. So the two supporters specials come out in two days. Um, become a supporter over at, at um, patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. Also, but um, one thing that uh, Simon brought up in the live chat was, are you aware that there's a Rugby World Cup qualifier going on this weekend? Who says? No. That, um, <laughs> which game is it? Uruguay versus uh, Namibia? Uh, no, the USA versus Canada. Oh, cool. Um, cool. This uh, on, on Sunday morning, our time. Um, so, look, uh, yeah, it's um, and yeah, one of his questions was, should World Rugby be promoting the, uh, the Rugby Championship or should they be promoting Rugby World Cup qualifiers? Um, and uh, right. look, I, well, the Rugby I'll Championship... Keep an eye on it if it's on. Will it be on? That's the thing. Will it, will it be on Sky or... or anything in New Zealand I'd be surprised um, I will look into that and let people know um, I'm not sure if it is televised here uh, in New Zealand I've not seen anything advertised about it um, but then again I wouldn't expect Sky to really push it big time um, but yeah so it's the first double header between uh, the USA and Canada is happening this Sunday uh, which would be a um, USA Rugby World Cup qualifier got to say uh, the USA go into this as favourites um, yeah, over, over Canada uh, Canada's administration has just been an absolute dog's breakfast uh, recently and unfortunately the players are being let down by that um, which, uh, which obviously then shows in the pitch because they don't have the same level of coaching, they don't have the same preparation time, they haven't got the same pathways for preparing players um, and now they've got things like the Toronto Arrows in Major League Rugby, you'd be hoping that uh, Canada would be pushing on but um, uh, at the moment I think um, it will be uh, um it's not on Sky, it's on pay-per-view on Premier Sports. Mm. I, seriously? The USA versus Canada on pay-per-view? 
Yeah, I might have to catch the uh, highlights if they, they're probably not on, but on YouTube a couple, in a couple of days. Well, 20 bucks Canada's, I remember Canada's last uh, game um, that they did qualify for the last Rugby World Cup was streamed on YouTube, I think it was. Oh. Yeah, that was because they were at the repechage for um, World Rugby Runs. Yeah, okay. Whereas this one, I think that um, Canada and the USA will have been selling the rights themselves. Mm. That had more mud than Australia's um, uh, biggest lake that game. I remember that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the repechage is fantastic. Um, mm. So, yeah, and, and but uh, yeah, putting it on pay per view in New Zealand is an interesting choice. Oh, yeah. No, I can't see that um, working out very well. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, apparently, our oh, World Rugby is, is, uh, has been collecting stream. Uh, well, apparently, World Rugby has been trying to stream the qualifying matches, which is good to see. Mm. Um, well, look, thank you, boys, uh, for joining me um, for some lockdown beers here on Friday. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 5 p.m. Not on Sunday, though, folks. We're going to take the day off because... Basically, it's only an hour before the Wallabies kick off against uh, the uh, All Blacks. And so we'll be doing a post-match reaction straight after the Bledisloe Cup 3. Um, so come and join us uh, to react to that one. Um, and uh, uh, at the moment, you've got to say the TAB has got the, Wall got the All Blacks sorry, as heavy favourites in this one. $1.15 um, for the uh, the All Blacks on that one. Um, so... Um, as I say, do uh, do join me straight after that match, Shane. Great to have a chat with you again. It's been a, it's been a while, but great to it's be been back. Been a on long the channel. while. It's been great to be glad to be back. And Con, thank you very much for uh, for, for dropping in again. Um, we'll get you on some of the some of the uh, other some of the proper regular shows as well uh, to uh, to talk about some stuff. But um, thank you guys, and everybody. Stay safe, stay secure. Let's get through this lockdown as quickly as possible. Uh, and I'll try and keep uh, you entertained as much as I can. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 